Welcome to another wild and wacky episode of the Backlog Breakdown. <laughs> I'm Josh Brocklow, and with me today is my co-host, Mr. Nate McKeever. How's it going, Nate? Yeah, pretty good, dude. Uh, I'm glad to see you're back in uh, full and wacky form. I, what, 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 what was that? Bro? I don't know. It was, I was trying to do kind of like a radio announcer, you know, like crazy okay. taxi kind of thing, but okay. I, I didn't, I wasn't feeling it all the way. Like I noticed it, it kind of devolved into, I, well, it was, it was weird. And I blew out my microphone a couple of times. So it probably sounded like garbage, oh, but, nice. um, thus is the story of my life. Everything devolves into garbage. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I live. That is, a, I live a that good is life. So bleak. <laughs> it's so bleak, dude. I was gonna say. Sorry. Uh, I was like, you know, you guys, you you got some stuff going on right now, man. Emo like, holdover. Uh, you know, My Chemical Romance is getting back together. So I just, I had you, to. You, you have to. Well, dude, that is definitely a sign <laughs> of the end times. <laughs> oh, I like My Chem. I think they're awesome. But um, you, anyways, what you know what we I, I used to we used to call them my edible underpants. <laughs> <laughs> you may have to edit that out. Interesting. Okay. I mean, but um, that was like that was me and the crusty punkers. You know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. Of course, we're scoffing at everything. Yeah, you know, we just sort of look down our noses at everything. Gotcha. And, and pretend that we're not elitists, even mm-hmm. though we were totally elitists. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, I just it's just back from my emo days. And they, they could play their instrument. I mean, I just like, I like their whole, I like everything that they do. The whole like Did they do Black Parade? And, yes. Okay, yeah. I did. I remember watching that video and like a, like just a couple of years ago and sort of being like, okay, like there's something there. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, the, I think it was just sort of like, that was like sort of, I missed the window on that per se. Yeah. Like. I was like, I like the Get Up Kids and Dashboard okay. Confessional, and okay, so like I like that. I liked a lot of that stuff at the beginning, um, but then I don't. I don't know. Like I was into like I like Alkaline Trio. Um, okay, yeah, I liked a lot of that stuff, but then I just sort of hit a point where I was like, eh, I don't know, man. I think I. I mean, I definitely think my chem was easy to make fun of because they they used a lot of that kind of those dark themes, and because they were so like over the top in their theatrics, which I absolutely love them for. Um, yeah, but no, I totally get why. I totally get why people don't like them. That's fine, but I just I think they're fantastic. And yeah, so- I mean, I mean, hey, man, like I'm I'm trying. Like I still can be like that dude who's like, that's not fun. You shouldn't like that thing. But um, I try very hard to just be like, in a lot of things, be like, yeah, you like it, cool. Like, yeah, you know, like it's because there's a lot of stuff that I like that people are like, why? And I'm like, because eh, I do. <laughs> like I, 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 I like it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like why do I like the the OC Supertones? I mean, like outside of the fact that like they're a bunch of reform dudes. I, I don't know. Oh, it's nice. like cheesy ska music. I don't know. Like, I like it. Right. I, 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 I don't know. It's opinions and taste. Like, how do you, what do you, what's the saying? There's no accounting for taste. Like, yeah. yeah. You, I mean, what do you, what do you even say? 
So you're I mean, asking I, for objective analysis of a subjective thing. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. It doesn't work. Yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. Well, especially when it comes to music, like, I mean, I try really hard not to be too snobby when it comes to today's music. Okay. There's some stuff where I'm just like, are you like, I feel like super old man at yeah. points, points in time. Cause like I'll turn on pop radio sometimes and like, it's, it's always somebody with some dumb name that starts with Lil <laughs> like little, little, little steppy or little, little, little boot scooty. What, you know, like it's just something dumb where I'm just like, I'm like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Like it's like a lot of times, like some of these people aren't even rapping. Like I, I actually enjoy some rap, mm-hmm. not like a ton, um, but I like some and a lot of like what Kanye. I like in rap. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I know you're trying to trigger me. <laughs> trying to trying to get me to to go off for a 20 minute tirade. Uh which w- all I will say is that he did that whole like what is the Joel Osteen's mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And people people were like, "I can't believe he said that." And I was like, "I can." <laughs> like I Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay. Like yeah. I was like, I didn't I didn't like this is me saying it now, yeah. But I, I like everybody's like, I can't believe he went went there and said this stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. I just can. like holding your tongue, like, yeah, like, this is kind of what you know. This is what I was saying, yeah. <laughs> but any, anyways, like, and then of course everybody's like, oh, you know, nah, ah, stop. I'm, I'm breaks. I did exactly what I <laughs> you, meant. What I said, you out to derailed do. me totally. You slick son of a gun. <laughs> but you like rap. Some, uh, yeah, right? I I like some. Um, I I don't listen to a ton. Yeah. I got into some of the underground stuff for a while. Um, I had a buddy who was real big into it, and he turned me on to some stuff. Um, maybe somebody would be like, "Well, you just like him because he's a white dude." Actually, I had no idea he was a white dude up until like one day. It's a guy called his his name is uh, Aesop Rock. Yeah. Um, and he just like he has like the craziest bars, dude. Like it's so okay. weird. And his DJ is just crazy. And I was just like, the the one album, I listened to it like 15 times in a row. I like, he like my buddy, my buddy Alec um, was like, hey, check this out. He's like, I think you might like it. Cause, and I was just like, I listened to it and I was like, okay, like this is pretty cool. And then it was like, and it was like, and this is coming from a dude who, you know, most of my music library, at, you know, up until that point was like hard rock, classic rock, punk mm-hmm. rock. Like, you know, and I was just like, you know, some alt rock and, and a little like a splash of emo, but it was like, if it didn't have guitars in it, I didn't like it. Yeah. And really. And then it was just like, and and I'm listening to this dude, like spit the craziest rhymes over just like the, the weirdest scratching mixing that I've ever heard. And I was like, I was like, this is kind of awesome. And it got stuck <laughs> in my head. I don't, and I, I just don't listen to a ton of it. Like I, I yeah. appreciated Eminem too, back in like, you know, when he first, started out but okay and again that's just like he was an angry white dude from detroit or whatever or chicago or where, wherever he's from i don't know from eight mile <laughs> right exactly palms are sweaty <laughs> mom's spaghetti <laughs> anyways oh, the anyways memes. i love it so dude uh yeah just so everybody knows uh the the breakdown is now a music podcast mm-hmm. yeah um well, take, but yeah, Mike M and rap and whatever you want, ska. 
I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, at some point in time, we probably should seriously, we need to like put that on like, like we need to probably just take an episode or two and talk about some of like our favorite music. That'd be pretty cool. Cause there's a lot of stuff that I used to listen to that I don't like. I did the whole, like I threw out a bunch of my CDs at one point in time. Yeah. And then I bought a whole bunch of music back. Cause I was like, you know, I, I matured a little bit and I was mm-hmm. like, and, and like, here's the thing, just like everybody else who has probably this story. It's like, I had like several hundred CDs at one point in time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was just not good, but I ended up giving them away or throwing them out. Like I didn't, I didn't do the like burn all my CDs, okay. but I was okay. just like, yeah. I was like, I just, this is too much. Like I, I don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. This is. And uh, as I was sort of growing in my faith, like there was a, se- a season in my life where it was like, I li- listened to Christian stuff. I listened to like a lot yeah. of underground Christian rock too. Like uh, uh, a band called Abel, a band called oh, Sons yeah. of God, um, a lot of stuff out of, uh, I can't remember the record label's name now, but like hardcore, uh, Come and Live Records. Oh, yeah. They did like yeah. a lot so of like hardcore prog. Yeah. Like their stuff was like all all free and stuff. and um, But there was like a lot of like Christian rock that I thought was like decent and good and like a lot of the Mars Hill stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like that's all I listened to for the longest time. And then it was like, it's like, man- I really miss like Weezer and the Dropkick mm-hmm. Murphys. And so like, I bought like a couple of their albums back. I was like, Weezer's blue album is like the pinnacle. It's like the perfect pop record in my opinion. Mm. If, if only all the pop records were as good as Weezer's blue album. <laughs> and then Rivers Cuomo, like they did Pinkerton and everybody hated it. And Rivers mm-hmm. was like, I'm never writing a, a, an authentic, emotionally raw song again. <laughs> And now we have like 12 okay rock, you know, alt rock albums mm-hmm. with that have like a good single or two. But Pinkerton was, is, is a really good album too. I, mm-hmm. I don't like it as much as like the blue album, but I like. I yeah, like but it. they're for different reasons. I mean, they're so like, I mean, musically they're not as worlds apart as like the actual songs themselves are. If that makes yeah. sense, like the whole album just gives you a very different feel. Like oh, blue yeah. is 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 like you pop it in, you know. It's like take down the hood of your car. You're driving around in a convertible. Like you can be doing anything and pop in blue, and you know it's great it's, as background it's a good music. Time. It's yeah, exactly. Whereas like you don't put put on Pinkerton to have a good time. You know, Pinkerton is exactly I'm gonna go in my room and feel bad. Yeah, you know about something yeah every like i'm gonna hate the world and myself <laughs> um right which but, which i uh, like again saying that uh you know i listen to a lot of emo music uh i identify with that a lot not that i've had a horrible life that's not what i'm saying i just that like i enjoy that kind of raw honesty um mm. it just I, I love that hard on the sleeve kind of lyricism and darker yeah. themes and things like that i i just enjoy that but uh, it, it is very different than a breezy uh, pop album. Yeah, for sure. So yes, <laughs> let's let's actually get on track here. <laughs> we are. It's been it's been a while, man. Like, yes, you bailed on me. I did. Micah and Wes kind of they came on. They roughed me up a little bit. It was awesome. They made I me spill it. all my deepest darkest stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like, what, I, I love Wesley's like, I'm going to try and make you blush. And I was like, dude, I have no shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then like some of the questions, but like the questions weren't even like, like, blu- like they didn't make me blush, but I was like, I was not, pre- like, I almost wanted to say like, dudes, if you guys had given me a heads up on this, I might've yeah. actually had like some answers. Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's how it sounded too. Or that's, that's how it came off as you sounded blindsided. And I was like, so I like, loved it. I was like, that's that was a, a good really time. good, I was like, uh, <laughs> I wish I had uh, a really there's, good answer. There's, there's, there's five of the, like five minutes of me going, like thinking out loud. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> but they were great because they like helped to guide you as well. Like mm-hmm. they didn't just leave you floundering, which I might've done just cause. I'm that way. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes for good radio. Yeah. It, it makes for nice, awkward. I, I love it. Yeah. Excellent radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, yeah, yeah, that so was a good time last week for sure. You did your retreat thing. Yes. Like, uh-huh. like fill us in, like what has been going on? Oh man, what has been going on? Well, um, this past week uh, I got like horribly sick. I say horribly. It didn't last too long. I mean, it was a good like two days that I was out. It gradually changed each day from just like sneezing all the time to sneezing and then having a horrible like sore throat and not being able to sleep very well to like coughing and having a sore throat to, I mean, it it was just, yeah, it was, it was just not very fun. And so if I sound like a frog on this episode, it's because my throat is still dry, but I feel so much better than I did over this past week, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. And uh, it, it's crazy because I'm, you know, I'm getting older and I'm having to recognize my limits. And so when something like that happens, I kind of have to put a lot of other things on hold of just like recognizing you know, I said I didn't sleep very well, like recognizing, okay, I'm going to have to take it easy. So, like, I mean, this will be later when we, you know, talk about kind of the, uh, our backlog reports. Um, I didn't get much done because I was like, no, I have to like slow down. Like I can't, I can't keep doing what I'm doing when I'm healthy. Yeah. It just, it doesn't work because I'm older and my body doesn't respond as well. <laughs> Well, it's just, you, you really do have to like, there's so much stuff, even in, I was talking to somebody on Sunday a little bit and I said like, even going through like the diaconate stuff, like Mm -hmm. it's, and so like there've been days when I've not felt well and stuff and I'm just like, okay, what are the absolute, like, what is mission critical? Like what needs to be done versus like, and even I was talking to my brother today on the way home from work and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I just, I got to figure out like when I get home, what, what do I need to do to sort of prep for everything, Mm -hmm. you know, tonight and stuff. And what do I want to do? And it's like, and so it's, it's a different game. The older I get. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird, but yeah, just kind of getting used to being older. It's strange. Um, Mm -hmm. cause you know, I try and expect a lot out of myself. I say that, but you know, it's all relative, right? Um, yeah. But anyways, so that that was this past week kind of threw me for a loop. So the the past few weeks have just been very strange because they've they've all for different reasons um, have not been as regularly routine as 
the rest, the, I don't know, than the normal. They've felt, for one reason or another, they have felt abnormal. Um, whether it's the week, no, I guess it was kind of last week and the week before it. I've been working on an outside project. Um, I record audiobooks when I can. Yeah. Um, and so working on one of those projects. And so, you know, prioritizing that over some other things. Um, also, I feel stupid because I didn't mention it, but um, we found out right before, like the morning of the, the retreat. So two weeks ago when we would have been recording this, this podcast, uh, we found out that morning that my wife is pregnant. Baby number three. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Super stoked. Um, they, 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 there was like, there might have been some like inaudible like shrieking sort of thing. <laughs> I'm trying to be sort of quiet, but yeah. Megan and I are very excited for you. Well, well thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're stoked. So that's, that's another thing. But then that also, yeah, changes the, the trajectory of the next. I was going to say nine months, but, you know, in all honesty, 18 years. <laughs> mm, yes. But, but yes. no, more immediately, you know, what, what 2020 is going to look like. Um, but that's okay because it's only almost the end of November. So I still have another month to kind of iron out my goals for 2020. We'll see how that, that pans out. Um, so, and then, yeah, like I did the staff retreat with our church uh, well, it was with the, the staff, obviously, the staff of our church. And that brought up some stuff that I was kind of surprised by in, in just just thinking through like the future and what I ought to be doing, and, which is funny because like I feel like, I you know, we talk about that here on the podcast a lot of kind of like prioritizing things. Um, but I also just recognized like how um, I don't generally have kind of concrete long-term plans and how that might be a good idea to kind of solidify some of that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. especially as the family grows and I get older and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that's probably what a responsible adult would do. Um, so that's fun having to kind of like think through and work through some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's been my past few weeks. I feel like I'm getting a little bit rambly here. Yeah. But no, in a just... nutshell. Filling in the gaps, man. It's been like, it's been four weeks since we heard from you. <laughs> okay. That's what popped into my head, but I wasn't going to reference it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yes. I guess in terms of gaming, if you missed our last, the bite-sized episode, I got a PS4 also. That's another fun thing. Huzzah! And then immediately. That, that almost gets as much like internal shrieking. <laughs> yeah yeah for me too no just kidding not really um yeah so then i immediately proceeded to create a backlog for ps4 um so that's as fun. one does uh-huh as one does at like black friday which is crazy you know i'm used to i'm used to th the only current consoles that i have are nintendo consoles and so the the deals for nintendo consoles are much more expensive then now yeah. the deals for Sony, which I've known, you know, from having a Vita, from having a, a PS3, but like, wow, there is some some 
crazy stuff like stuff that is on people's top 10 games of all time lists for ten dollars brand new you know like definitive complete edition and it's like what (laughs) i think the thing with nintendo games though especially when you buy them physically they do tend to hold right their value way more than their other counterparts Mm -hmm. but just like Unless it's something that I absolutely am I'm like, I'm like, no, I want this on my Switch. That's the only way I'm going to play it. Da 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 da. Like, dude, my Switch has really become an exclusives machine in a lot of ways. Okay, um, interesting. So it's it's like the, like if I can play it on my PS4, I'm probably going to play it on my PS4. Hmm. But and now there are some things that I have bought for my Switch that I own on both, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, this would be cool to have, like, and fun to like play but like for the most part my switch is actually sort of like my exclusives machine it's like uh nintendo's got their hooks into like their fingers into some decent little products like ori in the blind forest and that stuff yeah and hollow knight oh yes oh yes um Mm -hmm. that's interesting because on for me it's easier to play handheld games than it is to actually sit down and play something on console and so, like, my Switch, my 3DS get more playtime in general. Now, right now, Bloodborne kind of has its hooks in me, but I'm forced. I can only play that game when my kids are asleep because... See, I don't have that restriction. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> so but, I've played a bunch of demos from the PS4 uh, that I've downloaded that my kid They really like the very first level of Parappa the Rapper Remastered. Mm. And so that that dumb level, the, the song is stuck in my head a lot of the time because they'll just like my daughter will wake up and she'll be like, can we play the puppy game? I'm like, again, do we have to? Yes. So, that's fun. Yes. Anyways, so that's my few weeks. How, how have your past couple weeks been? Good, sir. Uh, you know, pretty good. Christmas is coming. It's true. It's like it's a thing. Uh, it's a very sort of like I feel like Ned Stark, ready, wait, just waiting for the sword to fall on my head. <laughs> I haven't even watched Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I did read the first book, so there you go. like, but I'm just like that's that's how I, I just like that that there's that meme. Winter's coming. Oh, like yes. for me, it's like just imagine me in all that fur, be cloaked <laughs> glory, holding a sword and a postal uniform saying christmas is coming <laughs> and that's 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 pretty much my mental state gotcha gotcha are you so, gonna look like norman reedus for the next like month with packages stacked dude, up his his rain gear is dope i want yeah. that rain suit <laughs> like i haven't even played that game i just i want that rain suit uh you know we're we're, we're fast approaching peak and yeah. like uh this week is actually pretty cool for me um like I worked today, I'll work tomorrow. Like today, we record Mondays most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I work today. Uh, I'll work Tuesday. I'll work Wednesday. But then Thursday, obviously, is Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then Friday and Saturday is my long weekend. So oh, wow. we're actually gonna, we're, we're gonna um, a friend of ours is gonna be staying here and you know uh, watching the dogs for us and everything, and we're gonna go out of town. Like we're nice. gonna go to my parents for a couple days. So hey, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean things have been pretty low key. I w- finally wrapped up the uh, diaconate training. I'm in the middle. There's a oh, written nice. exam, and then I go before the like the written exam is basically 
I need to finish that. It's like 12 pages and it's not hard. It's just like, it just takes time. Okay. Um, so it's all like open book and stuff. And so I, I have to finish that so the session can sort of look over it and then the session will examine me and we'll go from there. That that just is what it is. I have some thoughts and feelings that maybe post that process, I'll share some of that stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, post what, you know, post how it all sort of works out. Um, but one of the, the cool things that Megan and I got to do um, was yesterday. So our presbytery is supporting a church RUF plant. So okay. there's... In the town where Megan and I used to go to church, which is which is about forty five minutes away, there's an OPC church, but there's no PCA church. And the OPC church okay. is is kind of insular. It's it's small. Like OPC churches tend to be pretty small. Mm-hmm. Um, where the the PCA tends to be. There's also an EPC church, which okay. The EPC is sort of like I I don't want to say they're more liberal, but they're kind of like. The PCA is a is a little more conservative than the EPC. Okay. Uh in, in some in 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 a few ways. Anyways, so there's a PCA church plant going on in this this in Indiana, Pennsylvania. And uh but there's also a simultaneous RUF plant. And RUF is the the Presbyter- is the PCA's college ministry. Okay. So gotcha. Anyways, we went out there, Megan and I went out there to support them. And I've gotten to know uh, the two guys who are heading that up pretty well over the last like year or so. And nice. just like, and so we went out there for that. Um, it was a really good time. They actually held it in like a really cool little brewery. Hey. Um, yeah. Like, and the funny thing about that brewery is it's owned by a bunch of dudes I used to go to church with. So <laughs> that's um, awesome. So we went out there for that and we had, Megan and I had been to that brewery like when they first opened it up. Mm. Um, and like, you know, we had been out there a few times and we was like, you know, so we, we stayed, had lunch and spent some time uh, just out there sort of like hanging with them. And it, it was just really encouraging, man. Like it was a preview service, um, which is just sort of like, it's not like an official they're not starting like official services this is just sort of like to get a feel for what it could look like okay and uh, like their numbers were pretty good and it was it was pretty encouraging and um yeah um so there's that and you know my backlog report's gonna sort of be uh probably pretty similar because it's just you know i'm doing the whole no multiplayer november Mm -hmm. and so um, there's been like some gaming, like I've, I've played some castle crashers with Megan, you know, uh, we've, we've played a few games in the last few weeks. Uh, like I played a little bit of, Divi- well, we'll talk about that when we get in the backlog report, but, okay. um, yeah, dude, it's just been sort of like, it's been pretty cool. I've, uh, one of the things I, I may have shared, Megan and I decided, uh, that we're going to go through Dave Ramsey's, uh, I'm looking at total money makeover okay. book. Yeah. And we got the workbook. And so that came and we're going to be doing that over the next couple of months, sort of just to really like, uh, sort of like tighten down, tighten up the budget. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like sure. sort of like just, um, so there's just been a bunch of, bunch of stuff really, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're just, we're, we're doing pretty good. So it's, it's just sort of, like I said, I'm sort of bracing for December. Yeah, I guess I guess both of our Decembers are going to be pretty busy. 
but that's just kind of how it goes. Yep. Yeah, we got we're gonna be busy boys. <laughs> but not too busy to to beat down our backlogs, right? And bring the pain. And bring the pain. We'll do that too. But and by to bring the pain, backlogs. I mean deliver for me, I mean specifically deliver parcels. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's code. Pain and parcels. They're the same thing. Painful parcels. <laughs> Painful particles of pain parcels i don't know what i'm saying um so you want to jump into the backlog report sound like a good idea let's do it (laughs) i I don't know my foley work was not nearly as good as yours i just i grabbed a bill off of i i was desk flipping pages off a book (laughs) Lots to report on, I guess. You have an entire book to report on? Um, let's do yeah, this. Since you weren't here last week. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if I should go through like every little thing, um, which is interesting because, the, okay, here's how it goes. Is that my uh, my backlog has grown because of the PS4, you know, primarily. And because like, they're just crazy deals all over the place because Black Friday, right? Black Friday. Um, so knowing that, I've also tried to go through a bunch of like my Steam library and look for kind of smaller games and focus on some of those so that I'm, you know, I don't go positive on hashtag backlog golf. Um, so I've got a lot of games, even though in the past week I haven't played barely anything until the weekend if that makes sense like i barely touched video games for a week and then over this past weekend i kind of played for mm-hmm. a good handful of hours because bloodborne um because bloodborne yes yes so i mean so that's kind of what i'm focusing on right now so bloodborne on console ps4 um i'm absolutely loving it it's great um it's kicking my butt but that's just how these games are um, there's really, I mean, not to delve too far into it because I've talked Dark Souls in the past, um, but I really enjoy. Oh, we will, we will be doing a Bloodborne episode Ooh. as soon as when you finish this. Like when you're sort of like, but when you when you're sort of like gearing up towards the end, I'll like dip back in just to sort of like refresh myself, and we will, we we might even because I think Micah's played too. Might, okay, might see if rope him in for a bloodborne episode that's a great idea i love it oh man i'm already excited and i've only put in a handful of hours into the game um but anyway there's just something and i'm sure on that episode i'll talk about it too there's something about these these games in particular that just gets me amped like it gets my adrenaline pumping in a way that like I'm not sure I've experienced with any other video games, to be honest. It just, oh man, because the stakes are high and because, Mm -hmm. um, because it beats you down and forces you to kind of learn and, and get better. Um, and it, it has a very high skill floor and I say very high. I mean, once you get there, then it's like, you kind of know the basics. Once you have the basics down, like you can 
you know, you can go toe to toe. You can stumble your way through the game. Right. Once you know the basics. Um, but there's always, you're always in danger of dying even with low level mm-hmm. enemies, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like there are very few games that do that. Um, and, and just have kind of the weight and gravity to them that, that Dark Souls and Bloodborne has. So, um, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. So playing Bloodborne on PS4, uh, along with a bunch of other little, like, like I mentioned, playing a bunch of demos just cause my kids are interested and, you know, I wanted to test out the PS4 and, uh, my kids are interested as well. Um, they asked me to play the tank game the other day too. And so I popped in Valkyria Chronicles and I'm like, man, this is a good game. Why did I stop playing it? Um, it, it just cause of the time commitment, but, uh, it's, it's a very good game. So I might be playing some more of that. If my kids ask for more tank game, we'll see. Mm. Um, and then on handheld on 3ds, I'm playing a little game called contact, mm. which is an interesting game. It is certainly a game unlike any other that I've played. Is that it? That no, that's like an OG DS game, right? Um, no. Uh, yes, yes. I'm sorry. It is DS. Okay. Yeah, I'm playing it on 3DS, but it is a DS game. Yeah, I I might hunt down because I know that comes very strongly recommended by by our good buddy Wesley. Yep, it was in his uh, top games. I think it was in top ten. I'm not sure because he had mm. quite a large. I think he did a top twenty. Um, at least that I was looking at on GG. If you check out his stuff, he's got an entire uh, goat pasture, and it was on there. I'm not, I don't recall where it ranks on his top 10, but we have that list as well because of our um, giveaway that we're running. We'll yes. you know, give more details at the end of the episode, but um, you should totally enter, like, and share. Yes. Comment. I've, I've gotten, I think, uh, about 10 or so lists so far. Okay. So, you know, so there's I a mean, decent I chance know, of winning. I know Paul uh, <laughs> is is actively trying to discourage other people that, from entering. That was funny. <laughs> His first comment, I wasn't sure what he was doing. I was like, "Wait, are you confused?" And then after he commented again, I'm like, "Oh, that's what. Oh, that's funny. I like it. That's that's good." Yeah. So, but that's mostly because yeah, he wants. He wants to maximize his chances. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's one way to do it. That's definitely a way to do it. That's your strategy. I don't uh, like. I don't like the way you're gaming my system, Paul. <laughs> gaming my game system. Uh, so yeah, Contact is. It is interesting. It's, so it's an action RPG. Um, it's almost like a style. The style of like Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles, except very simplified. So, like, you are controlling your main character, but you just tell him, you like, you put him in attack mode, and he attacks whenever he wants to. Like, he continuously mm-hmm. attacks on a little timer once you put him in attack mode. Um, so, yeah, it, it, the humor is great, but it's also kind of like, I'm not sure what's going on. The, there's lots of weird stuff that happens, and I don't know, he, like, I've already met aliens and go you're going through space and there's time travel and it's 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 a weird game but uh it it has a certain charm to it for sure 
but I got stuck on one area and then I got the PS4 and so I haven't touched it in a while. So <laughs> I'll be, I'll be going back to it. But, um, and then, like I said, there's been a handful of like steam games that I've played through. Um, I recently sat down and played through Chippendale rescue Rangers two, which was originally on NES. Um, but I have mm-hmm. it on the Disney afternoon collection. That was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Um, played through final fight, the old arcade game. Yeah. Um, on my PS3, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then just because it, it comes to mind is I play, I started playing double dragon. Uh, what's it called? Double dragon neon. Oh, and I was not a fan. Like I was, I was very, especially after playing final fight, you'd think like, okay, it's, it's another double dragon. Neon up. is not very good. I was very surprised. It seemed like it would be, because uh, I think WayForward did it, but uh, yeah, it was slow and stiff, and it, it it seemed okay for the first, like, for the first level, I was kind of getting used to it, and then the second level, okay, I'm good, I'm good, and then you fight the boss, and it just, like, wrecked me completely, and there were no um, no checkpoints, so you had to start the mm-hmm. level over again, and so I'm like... Uh, okay, I guess I'll do this all over again. And I got to a shop and I loaded up on a couple extra lives to fight the last boss. And he totally wrecked me again. And I'm just like, what is going on here? And then that happened one more time. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to play, you know, 15 minutes on this loop of playing through the level just to get to this dang boss. And then come to find out, there are 10 levels in the game, so it's pretty long for a beat-em-up anyway. And so I'm like, if this is level two, yeah, I'm done. This is not, uh, I'm not enjoying this. I had a pretty similar experience when I played it. Okay. Um, but it was like, I played it for a little while, and then it was just like, the game isn't good enough for the the ramp in difficulty. Like, yeah. the boss just comes yeah. in, like, owns your face, and there's nothing you can really do about it. Right. And that's He's- it. His range is like half the screen where because you are so slow and stiff, like it's really difficult to close that gap, especially when he can swing his huge flipping sword uh, a lot faster than you can even run over to him. So it's just like, okay, am I just supposed to sit here and die? Like what is going on here? I played it and then it was like one of those things like somebody was like, yeah, that's not very good. And then I looked up like uh, the Metacritic and it was like, not that like Metacritic is like the end all be all, but it was like, it was like, yeah, this is uh avoid, avoid, yeah. avoid. Yeah. I, I had seen that it had gotten middling reviews, but I was just like, you know, a retro th- throwback, like that sounds right up my alley. This sounds like a game that I would enjoy. And so I had picked it up a long time ago. So it's got a 60... Yeah, it was develop, WayForward developed okay. it with abstra- yeah. in partnership with uh, Abstraction. But uh, so Steam has a 7 out of 10. Okay. IGN gave it a 3 out of 10. Yeah. And Metacritic gave it a 66. Okay. Sort of like... So that's like kind of like one of the things where... I I typically like IGN. I sort of trust their reviews most of the time. Okay, and so like when I saw that, and then I saw the sixty six or whatever on Metacritic, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if 
I'm sure there's a way, you know, th- there are a lot of overlapping systems, but it was still the very beginning of the game. So I didn't have like a huge uh, amount of abilities unlocked and stuff like that. It just felt yeah. really weird. So like, I wasn't sure if maybe, you know, this is very difficult because it expects you to play co-op. Cause you know, most beat up, beat em up games are co-op games. Like I get it. That's okay. Um, but it just, yeah, I just wasn't having fun. And the other thing is that, and this is the deal with a lot of kind of way forward games, but I do, as much as I like them as, as game creators, um, they have some weird kind of like nod and wink sexual stuff in the games that Mm. in this game in particular, I felt was, was way more over the top. Um, and I get it. Like, the original Double Dragon has some weird, um, like you know, there there are women that you're fighting with whips. Like, well, dude, do you do you remember? Like, I think it was original Double Dra- Dragon too. It's like you got to the end and you had to fight the other person. Yes, be like it was like you basically you got to the end and you had to fight the other person to find out who would be the the heroine's boyfriend. boyfriend yeah. Right. It's like, so yeah, there's some weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But this one was just like, there were like all the women in the game. Again, I was only two levels in, but they were all scantily clad. And then like the enemy with the, with the whip who's scantily clad, just constantly kind of made nod and wink references to weird, like BDSM stuff. And so I'm just like, (laughs) I don't, yeah like this is awkward to to play that you know what i mean like in my household where i have two young children and a wife like it's just i just wasn't having it so um i i don't often abandon games especially games that i i figure i'm going to enjoy you know i usually vet my games before i buy them uh it just it's it's one of the ones it you know we're at the end of november it's probably going to be the worst game that i've played in 2019 i'm calling it now oh wow that's <laughs> so, man that's low praise yeah i mean i i generally don't even mess with bad games you know what i mean so like yeah. the fact that this one kind of flew under the radar it just eh, it's it's not for you know someone i'm not saying it's a horrible game i'm saying you, i'm not saying you can't get any enjoyment out of it it just no nah, i'm not going to go back to it yeah, that's fine. Anyways, I spent the most time on the worst game, so uh, <laughs> that's what I've been playing. Um, I've been reading a, a bunch of stuff. Uh, we'll talk about more about the the book that we just finished up. Both of us uh, listened to a certain book that has to do mm-hmm. with our main topic for this episode. Um, before that, I listened to a book about memory called moonwalking with einstein okay and there's there's a reason for that um but yeah so it just kind of it, it was by a journalist who first um he covered the some sort of like american memory olympics or something like that and he just kind of went down this rabbit hole of learning about like human memory and whether or not you can get a better memory and like memorization techniques and stuff like that and actually ended up entering that very same 
contest. Because, I mean, like, he went deep. He went, like, around the world, traveling to Europe and interviewing different people and, like, some crazy stuff. So, anyways, um, that hmm. was really interesting, learning about different, um, I can't think of the word, mnemonic, I think is the word. Mnemonic, mnemonic devices. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was also a little bit discouraging because it's like, I mean, spoiler alert, the memory techniques that you can use are, they have to be used deliberately. So it is very difficult to be a more memorable, that's not the right word, but a person who remembers things better. Um, the, the easy part is learning techniques to memorize things intentionally and deliberately. So if you need to memorize, you know, questions for a test, that's a lot easier than like being a more mindful person and not forgetting just, where you just having like better retention. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's mm -hmm. not necessary. So, I mean, now he, he does use it. He says it in the positive way of like, you don't have to be a genius, you know, like being more mindful of the, like, we all ought to be more mindful and like, take like appreciate your circumstances and the you know the things around you um and that will help you to be more mindful uh, but there's no like magic bullet of being less uh absent-minded <laughs> so it's yeah. like oh shoot these things aren't as practical like you can certainly use the some of the stuff that, that you learn in the book but it's not kind of an everyday practical thing. It's more of uh, like if there are things that you absolutely need to memorize, like here are ways that you can do it and you'll be amazed at how much you can retain, but it's not, uh, it's not super practical. So anyways, that was an interesting book. I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, it definitely told a, a really fun story to kind of go along with him as well in learning all that stuff. Um, so that's what I've been reading, uh, at least recently, man, I cannot talk. It is rough. It's okay, buddy. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, and it's, then like, it's, I, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's strange. Uh, you'd think talking wouldn't be so difficult, but you know, I guess the microphones, they do something to you. Um, in terms of memorization, I'm still working on James too. And like I said, I kind of dropped some stuff. I haven't been as diligent with memorization as I had previously been. Um, yeah. For different reasons, you know, the, like I said, just a different thing that's things that have been coming up lately. Yeah, maybe that's kind of an excuse. I don't know, but it's still, you know, talking about memory and memorization. Um, it's it's still definitely getting solidified small steps but they're steps if that makes sense yeah no that's so. yeah good how about you good, dude good 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 what do you have um, to report on yeah i i mean i it's no multiplayer or no single player it's no single player november so yes. uh i haven't really been playing anything a little bit of division two with parker okay. and my brother uh it's good. It's fun. Uh, I have a lot of fun playing it with with uh, Parker and my brother. Nice. Um, the Luke, the Lukes. Uh, my brother and I have we played a little bit of Borderlands Three. Um, mm -hmm. Pick that back up. 
I, you know, it's, it's like one of those things I've been meaning to just sort of get back on that. I just been, it's been like a few weeks where I just haven't had a ton of time anyways. And, uh, played some castle crashers with Megan. Uh, that's sort of become like something that she and I play together. Um, so that's good. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I, oh, so I did pick up, I haven't posted in the, the book club, but I picked mm-hmm. up, uh, one of the jack boxes was on sale. Hey, the, nice. The, the party packs. Uh, it's the one with, uh, Fibbage 2. Okay. And the murder trivia party. Yes. Uh-huh. Trivia murder, like, and there's a, it's the one that I've played. It's the one that I've played before and it was like okay. on sale for like 15 bucks and I was like, done because we're gonna we're gonna be headed out to my parents and so i'm gonna take we're actually gonna take the ps4 and the vr out and plug everybody into the vr but i figured too we could throw on the jackbox stuff like and maybe do some of that but uh as far as reading goes aside from the book that we listened to just like i i listened to a book by a guy named tad williams uh it's like a high fantasy novel sort of thing. Okay. It's one of those things where, yeah, I just sort of let my nerd, nerd crit, like wear that on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty good. Like it's, it's actually, it's, he wrote a trilogy uh, called Memory, Sorrow and Thorn. Um, there, it's the Dragonbone Chair, the Snow F- Farewell and Return to Green Angel Tower parts one and two. And so it's like, it's almost like four books because Return to Green Angel Tower part, parts one and two are huge. Anyways, oh, wow. um, I read it when I was younger and then I actually listened to it. Like I had some audible credits, so I picked it up and I listened to it and he's got a new trilogy that's been coming out. So I've been listening to that and it's the second or a new series coming. That's a continuation of that original trilogy. Oh, wow. So, Dang. Okay. Um, But it's, it's, it's good. Like it, it's, he tends to be, I, I don't know, like fairly tame. I, there's some stuff, but it's not like the, it's not like the George, George R. R. Martin no, stuff. Yeah. That's so good. like, it's, it's way tamer than that. Um, but I, I just think he, he writes really, a really interesting world and compelling characters. And so I was enjoying that. Nice. I listened to that for a while. Um, I've been wrapping up good and angry because I realized like I, I wanted to go back over like the last chapter or two. And mm. so I'm, I'm sort of like chewing through that last little bit. Um, well, I'm going to be reading through total money makeover with Megan. Um, fun. So yeah. Uh, well, it'll be something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and full disclosure, Megan is the saver. I'm the spender in our relationship. Ah. So, um, yeah, I'm not. That's that's a that's a that's an area that I need to just tighten up on. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I've and it's sort of reading related, sort of memorization related. So I I may have mentioned this, uh, but I started using. Uh, I've had a subscription to Table Talk for years, and occasionally, like I'll dip in and I might read some of the articles. Might might dip in and sort of. But I've been trying to use the table talk because they they give you a devotional. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to sort of incorporate that. And it actually stems from, uh, and it was, reinf- well, it was reinforced last night, but it stems from, I was listening to Renewing Your Mind. Joel Beakey was speaking on Assurance of Salvation. Okay. And there were some things that he was saying that really like sort of struck me and 
convicted me and I was like, oh, that's really good. And uh, there was an anecdote he related, but it basically, the, the, the principle I took away from this anecdote was I need to be spending at least 10 minutes reading the word, 10 minutes meditating on what I read, and 10 minutes praying. And okay. I need to start just like, like drilling that in and making that like a hard and fast in my life. Um, and more, you know, more so than I have been, you know, cause like sometimes you, you do like, you do the read and you pray and say, oh, well, I need to do this X, Y, and Z. And I'm not trying to be legalistic, but I'm saying mm-hmm. like, listen to it. I need to just start carving out like 30 minutes a day. And so part of that too, is like, I, I'm going to, I have that, I have dwell. So I want to yeah. start, I've been like once a day, I'll cue it up and I'll just listen to some of Galatians to sort of run myself through Galatians. Um, cause yeah. I have, I have it downloaded onto my, which dwell lets you do that now. Anyways. Sweet. Yeah. Dwell lets you download, um, uh, you know, chunks of audio. So I've been doing that. Um, my memorization sort of sputtered out, but that's because I'm trying to, I, I want to, in addition to that, I want to start setting aside like 10, 15 minutes a day for memorization's sake. So it's like, okay, I, I want to build in the 30 minutes, like, and like get, and that's, that's my priority. Yeah. And so yeah, the, sure. the 10, 15 minutes for memorization is good. And I want to hopefully be like meditating and praying through that while I'm meditating or while I'm memorizing it. But um, anyways, so that's, that's sort of been my memorization ish issues. Yeah. Um, it, it shouldn't be either or, but um, yeah, it's just become an issue. And like I said, I haven't well, really been playing too much. Um, yeah. I was half tempted to pick up cause I've got Anna Karenina and I was okay. half tempted to pick it up. It's like that, that big old, that Tolstoy. I think it's Tolstoy. Okay. Anyways. It's like a two inch fat book. And I'm like, I don't know if I can read that right now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's quite an but, undertaking. I, oh, and I did, I've been, I've been chewing away at principles of conduct a little bit too. So, okay. Which is that, that's that book on ethics by, uh, no, John Murray. I think, yeah, John Murray. So nice. I got too too many too many plates to Joe. And as a mm-hmm. bit of a segue, so memorization, devotionals, sort of there is something else that I've been reading lately. Okay. Um I've been reading, I started reading through and I have owned this for years, and I've read all of these several times, like maybe maybe a dozen times through everything. I, 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 but I'm re I'm I've been rereading through my and Josh gets the the benefit mm. of the visual aid. But the uh, right now I'm on book one of the complete Calvin and Hobbes. So nice. It's a three volume set. I and it's very pretty and I like it and it actually has relevance because. We're going to be talking about it. hey Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised you're still in the, the the first volume. I, well, I was like chewing through it a, a, like pretty quickly. And I was just like, no, I'm going to slow down. And so I, I just like, yeah, it's, it's just something I'm going to make it a point to read it. 
read, you know, a, a few pages, like a yeah. week or two. Because I, I read basically the way it was set up, it's, it's, it has all the dailies for the week and then you get the, the Sunday strip or the color strips. And so I'm like, I'm reading through the dailies and I'll read through like two or three of those and then I'll put it down. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, cause I, I started reading it a while ago and I was like, I'm going to try and power through this. And I got about a hundred pages in and I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, yeah. And, and for anyone, if you don't know, if you haven't seen these complete works, um, it's a three volume set and they are huge. <laughs> They are beefy boys, nice they, they, hardback they, covers. They look like dictionaries, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is, it is some beautiful stuff. 